This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today we are going to dive into so many things going on with miss sarah frazier hi david oh my god david (sighs) all the way from england we have a fan she hit me up on instagram she goes i love listening to you and david and i said oh my god and she goes i live outside of london darling and i just love the show so i look i'm glad our recaps people like them i mean it's that it's one of the easiest hours of my week. So, <laughs> I mean, really, pr- pretty soon I'm going to tell all these guests to go f off. This will be twelve days a week over here. Actually, I have to say, there's tons of tea on people. You know what? You know what I was telling you before we started. Like, I've had such a hard time booking guests on my show the past couple of weeks. Everyone's been saying no, but I've gotten the nicest messages from people. Actually, a TV producer listened to us. Our Nini leaks discussion and she was like i love your co-host she's like you guys have great chemistry and i'm like oh my god funny because david and i've been talking about pitching a show together right like listen if any does she want to give us a show like i'm available no then she never said we can close down behind the velvet rope now i mean love you all i'll see you i'll i'll see you on the other side i mean like you know i would never now listen if 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 that hannah bunna can go on summer house and keep her her podcast. I'm going to keep behind the velvet rope no matter what happens. Look, hang on to your Hamptons house because we've had no offers. So she, right. she just said we had great chemistry and that's it. <laughs> well, honey, the Hamptons house don't pay for itself. So get us something over here. We, we have, I mean, this is, I oh, don't know where to start. I'm looking forward to this show because the juicy dirt is just, oh, the dirt. I mean, I mean, honest God, I think, I think this whole out, this whole show could be R-H-O-B-H. There's so much. Well, I was just going to start by saying this whole show could be like everybody that's ever been on Bravo. It is currently on Bravo is racist. Put a period on it and let's just close it. I mean, these racial allegations and and tweets and things are surfacing day after i mean who 
do you want to start with? And then well, when we're done, I got a summary because I really don't have much to say about it, but I have a summary really? that I, well, I got a lot to say, but really nothing because <laughs> it all sums up to a few sentences at the end, which I will, but who would you like to start with? You like well, to start we- with- Diana Jenkins, because I mean, Diana has been trending. And do you know, I mean, I'm learning so much about Diana. So, you know, Diana trended what's today. Okay. Probably a day or two days ago for almost an entire day on and off with these, with these comments that she made on a new, it sounds like a new blogger. Basically this, this person came out and they're, they're becoming like a new housewife fan or you know, blog account, they post an old picture throwback photo of Diana that doesn't really look like Diana, to be honest, but they make a snarky comment about how, I don't know, you know, how she doesn't even look the same, blah, blah, blah. Why Diana, this never fails to like amaze me. I mean, don't these people have other things to do, but somehow Diana Jenkins finds this tiny blogger account and says, you know, oh, that was a a photo. I was working for charities. I didn't have a uh, glam squad. Then I had a lot more going on. I was raising money for refugees. Like, you know, oh, you have nothing else to do, but dig this up. And then goes on to basically make a comment. And I don't have the direct quote, but it was something along the lines of it must be rough or it must be annoying being like a black content creator, like something along that lines. Um, which, I mean, I can see how everybody took it as um, this is like kind of a direct attack on this woman's color, which I think the woman is black. I'm not sure, um, but I'm assuming she is because obviously people um, went nuts on it. And then, you know, she... Diana responds and says that Crystal Minkoff was blowing up her phone and that um, she doesn't really understand English. And from what I can make of the comment, she's basically saying, oh, like black content creator was kind of a Bosnian or European term for someone that like does like shitty work, like crappy work or shady stuff or something like that. So she says she's mortified. She apologizes. Um Anyway, that was kind of where it was left. So, I, okay, so God David for for someone who doesn't have a lot. I have so much to say. First of all, I'm going to just read the highlight. Now, let me give a shout out to my girl Bernie Zilio. Really, I actually know Bernie Zilio at Paid 6 cuz this is my girl. So, Bernie Zilio has summed it up for us um on June 17th and yes, let's break this down. First of all, um Philly diva, Kristen Dion, who is the um, Bravo blog account. I mean, honey, this is the best thing that happened to you. Like, this is good. It's put your page on the map. I assume now this page is picked up and, and good for her. Second of all, I agree with you. It's like I'm blocked by, you know, Mr. Kemsley. Some people call him PK, PK. I don't understand how these people have time either. And it's, listen, I just don't get it. I don't get how the real celebrities out there would never do this. And these, I don't care how big the reality person is. Diana's known, first of all, for it even says on her Instagram, we will tolerate no negative comments. They will all be deleted. We will tolerate no hate. So she blocks people. Rinna is always blocking people. I don't get it. I also agree with you. I, there's things that people say to me and I ain't no Lisa Rita that I don't even see. So like who does have the time to really engage Diana? You've engaged. I don't know why you just helped this person tremendously. Um, 
I mean, I get it. She doesn't look exactly the same. Um, I don't know why she's trying to justify that. Like who the hell cares? Um, and then yes, she is getting into, she says it can't feel good being a black content creator. Um, then people said, you know, you're done for this comment. They're saying you're done. Your girl, you are done. Um, this is so out of line. Bravo needs to see this. This is where I'm going to get into some things in a minute. I truly hope this gets back. Her comment was distasteful. She's racist. Um, a third person, wow, being a housewife, the audience generally weighs in. Do, do, do. Um, then went on to tag Real Housewives executive Andy Cohen. I have an issue. Like People do that to me all the time. When Kim's on and she's talking about what a scumbag Teresa is, they all tag Teresa, tag her all day. I'm not fucking afraid. I, I hate when people tag someone. It's like no one's afraid of the whoever's tags. Um, she wrote in a second. So, right. She's saying, I assume Black content creator was a title referring to a page that would be focused on snarky content. Yeah, you read it different than me. I mean, you, I didn't see the thing where she was saying, that black content creator meant something different where she comes from. Cause if that's the case, I don't think that's a good argument, honey. Like you're, well, you're, wait, a, wait, you're like, you in, she says, Diana says, I, I, uh, English isn't my first language. Doesn't she go on to say that? Yeah. Her- but I, but I thought she was saying that she thought the name of the page was like black content, you know, like there used to be the black socialites, in, in DC, that was like their actual okay. name. I would say today I had on the black social, they, they were on my podcast. I said, I had the black socialites on a couple of people went insane. I'm like, no, no, no. Their name is the black socialites. That is what their webpage is called. I, I thought she was saying, she thought that the name okay, of the wait person, a minute, wait a minute. where would she have gotten black content creator from though? As the that, name that, of the I, don't know. that okay, I don't why know. I, I took this as a, as a, Okay, black content creator was a title referring to a page that would be focused See, on snarky. Right. Content. So I mean, but so I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Copy I I, I thought that she thought that was like the name of the page, but I agree. If there's no page that name, then that's not a good argument. Regardless, please understand, I'm not from this country at Philly.diva. So deeply sorry. I'm devastated that this was taken to mean something racially. Okay, well, maybe you're right. You're probably right, because I'm usually wrong on these things. And, I, and I'm not I defending it. I, I just, I mean, I, I just read it to mean I thought there was a page and oh. she, her argument was like, she thought the name of the page was Black Content Creator, like the fat Jewish, okay. like that. that. That's what I thought she meant. But to it's your just, point- where would she have gotten that? I mean, that's so, to me, I took it as that she, this was a translation thing where- but I just go back to like, I just go back to like, I mean, in I don't, what- I, again, I just don't know why these people engage. It's so stupid. I, I don't know why somebody is supposedly wealthy and busy with four children. I, I like, or three kids. I'm not sure what day you're has. on the show. You have a career trajectory. I would never engage at the same time. In what world are we using? I just think if you are using any term Jewish Asian, black. Yeah, it's bad. Whatever it is, gay. I mean, in what world are we living? I would never, if my heart was so pure, use any term because I'm ready for the lynch mob to come for me. Now, that doesn't mean, I mean, we have underlying issues. Are you racist? I just think it's stupid. Whatever these reasons are, what are you doing? 
And it's a bigger issue of, are you racist or not? I want to hold my overarching statements about how this all plays out till we okay. deal with, 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 with our other racially insensitive issues. But yes, people are saying that she's done and she is saying that she woke up to her good friend, Crystal Kong, and I'm using good friend very loosely, screaming at her about how dare you use these, these terms. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. This summer, the world must answer one question. Why has no one made a popsicle that gets you high yet? That's right, it's summer, and it's time for you to get your hands on America's new favorite product, Danksicles. 20 milligrams of THC in two great flavors, the latest and greatest innovation from IndiCloud. Is IndiCloud the greatest company to come out of America? Maybe. But what we do know for sure is that IndiCloud is the best way to get dispensary-grade cannabis delivered directly to your door, 100% legally. Yes, they ship legally to all states. No medical card needed. Whether it's vapes as big as your head, flowers you won't find in your mom's garden, or of course, popsicles that get you high as What are you waiting for? Go to indicloud.co slash spring24 and get discreet delivery on top shelf THC products. Head over to indicloud.co slash spring24. That's co, not com, to snag 30% off your first order. If there's one thing you guys know about me from listening to this podcast, it's that I like options and I like simplicity and I like convenience. And I have to tell you, Talkspace kind of feels like having a therapist in my back pocket. I'm able to reach out to my therapist anytime from anywhere, and that makes taking care of my mental health super easy. I'm more relaxed when I'm traveling. You know I'm in the Hamptons all summer, so I mean, I'm on the go. And I just love knowing that if I need to talk to my therapist, I can just send a message from wherever I am, and hey, they respond. Also, I gotta tell you, if you're thinking of therapy, you can sign up for Talkspace, and you can actually start therapy the exact same day. Like I said, simplicity and results. It's a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. As a listener of this podcast, you get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use the code VELVET to get $100 off your first month. That's VELVET and Talkspace.com. So, um, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I thought it was insensitive and racist and yeah, duh. I mean, you know, I, I don't know why she would have said it either. I took her apology to mean that because of her, because she's not from this country and things don't translate differently. That's what she was saying. And maybe you're right. Like she was kind of assuming I, that that was it. But I just, I just don't know where she, you got the black content creator name mixed up with philly.deva I, I don't know i'm i'm so confused on this except right. for like if, if there's no page that says that then i mean that i'm wrong in my reading of it but regardless listen all i have to say is sweetheart you didn't get here yesterday like you live in beverly hills oh but You've i mean been alive like- through blm and and we had this thing called covid and it, it, isn't that a nice excuse that i'm not from this country i mean <laughs> 
and wait a minute, did you already know this? This is kind of switching gears a little bit. And then I want to ask you overall, like, because like you said, people's comments were like, she's done, she's done. I mean, I don't think she's done. Do you? I don't think, I don't think Bravo is going to do anything about this, but let me put a pin in that. Cause I got some, I, that's my whole summary okay. at the end of how okay. this is going to play itself out. But I did not realize that Diana Jenkins was, you know, the final season of keeping up with the Kardashians, how they went to Malibu and they were at this, like, inst- did you ever watch that? And they were at this incredible home in Malibu that that's hers. That Diana Jenkins was the friend that loaned them the final season show. Anyway, I, that's just a side note. But I, I, I remember the home when the Lord, the Lord was in his bedroom. And that was that I mean, when was that when Kylie or which I think it was Kylie made the best friend that was the YouTuber and court. No, Courtney made the best friend that yes, was the YouTuber. And Addison Kylie's like, girl, over. right. She's like, girl, you are old at your own age. Yes. Like, Yes. yes, I yes. totally remember that home. Did not realize that Diana Jenkins owned that home. I didn't realize, I guess, how, um, of course, this makes sense why she was cast on the show. But, you know, she's so um, intertwined in Hollywood, Diana is. Like, she's so connected with, you know, Kim Kardashian and um, Elton John and, you know, Lisa Renna and his friend. And friends. PH and David Butra, his husband. And I don't know if we want to get into... Uh, Wherever you lead the way. But I mean, there's a lot of other controversy. Do you want it? We could come back to her motel, her room 23 soon. Room 23. Diana is, um, Diana's like a, listen, bravo to bravo. You know, we'll get into, we're going to put the racially insensitive comments aside for a minute because I got an overarching thing once we, but I mean, we found, we found a real, we got to scratch that surface. There's a lot there to this, this Jenkins, isn't there? So Fine. let's get, we'll get into that room 23 in a second. Um, who would you like to deal with next with a racially insensitive comments? Would you like to just touch upon, we touched upon it a couple of times already, but Sutton and um, Crystal Okay, well, have new things come out because I sort of the latest episode of RHOBH, I feel like that was just a nothing burger. Like there's nothing else there. Um, Kim D said she was bored profusely by the episode. I agree. It it was boring. I I, like, I still don't even know why Crystal was crying. And then of course we know Erica was like talking for her because Erica hates Sutton. So we want, you know, so Erica loves her. I go, Erica (laughs) loves her season. She loves this. She's like, no, no, that's not what she's like. You don't you let her speak to you like that. Erica (laughs) is, you know, whereas I say Kyle is loving it. Right. And Kyle is steering the ship because Kyle does all of this. It doesn't, no one, she does it so masterfully. Rinna does it. And Erica's just like, it's like you have Kyle who does it on the left-hand side, who's such a manipulator in such a good way. You never even see it coming. Then you have Rinna in the middle who you know is stirring. And then on the other side, Erica's just in your fucking face. Like, go after her, go run. And she's just like, I'm going to eat my popcorn with my sunglasses on at night, everybody, because I don't give a shit. <laughs> Erica loves Love her it. season. She loves EJ. it. EJ is amazing. Um, yeah, no, I the think- only the only new stuff that came out that I was going to say is that online there are people that are like girls Sutton we know you have a good heart and blah blah and Sutton's like the truth always prevails so Sutton is just like let's and the only other thing that came on is Kyle was on watch what happens um recently and then said like you know you guys have footage of everything she said to Andy and you know that and there is no footage of this because it never happened so it's just 
people, I think, are team side on this one. I think a lot of people, not everyone, but I think most people are like, girlfriend made this shit up. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. And so Sutton's like, yeah, the truth prevails and blah, blah, blah. So that's kind of where that is. You know, Come on, Crystal, I want Crystal to bring it for us millennials. You know, I mean, it's like giving millennials a bad name. And and I don't know why. I don't know, maybe Crystal was just exhausted from the day, but it was so babyish to have Erica speak for you. You know, you're a grown woman. You're married to a Disney exec. You have kids, you have this mansion, you have this life. I don't know. I, I want Crystal to bring it so bad, Listen, like in a powerful way that I don't know. It's just it's I have so some bad. very un, I have some unpopular opinions that I'm now going to say. I didn't mean to cut you off. It's that yeah, Crystal. It's like she's looking at bad for the millennials, and it just trickles down from there. I have I have friends with kids. I don't even want to know what these kids are going to be. I don't even want to know what they're going to be because <laughs> these kids. I, I don't want to use the words that I really want to use, but let me just say that these kids, there's not one minute of discipline in this, these households that I observe. And these are, and it's like, it's, it's not even millennial. Now we're getting worse. We're getting worse. We're getting weaker. So I don't know. It's not the way I was raised. And I just think sometimes people need to be told no. I don't want to be around these children when they're in high school and other things and I think a terror terrors are being made. So David Yantif, did you, I mean, did you get grounded? Like what was your, um, were your parents like strict? I mean, not like overly strict. Yeah. Like, I mean, mine were too. Yeah. I could, let me put it this way. I, we could, I could do whatever I wanted. Like I could go out and stay out till 5am, but it's probably because I was studying all the time and getting straight A's and had no life that my parents were like, please go get drunk. You know, come home tomorrow, sleep around, do whatever you want. Really, I know. But I had that. Oh, if I mouthed off, I'd get the fucking smack upside my damn head, honey. Oh, my God. Me too. I know. I know. I, I don't think people hit their kids anymore, which I guess is like, I don't know, science says is the right thing to do. But I mean, yeah, were you kind of afraid of your parents? Like, I, I was like afraid that uh, I would get would, beat down. I would get beat down. And they would, yeah, like hit us. I mean, not like, I mean, they would not abuse it, but you know, you would. Yeah. And I mean, I was told like, you better do good in school. You're going to be on the street starving to death, you know, and that's fine, but that's your problem. So you better, you better figure this out and go have a career and figure this all out. So, but the thing is, is like, that actually works because you know what you did it. I did it. Like, I just can't even imagine, you know, I I'm obsessed with 90 day fiance and currently there's a couple on there. She's 30 years old and her parents, she lives with her parents. They pay for everything. Now they're going to get ready to pay for her wedding. And I'm like, at 30 years old, I was sending my mom money. Like, I mean, I was not, I could not call her and ask her for money. Like it must be nice. (laughs) It's not the way I was raised either. My parents, I mean, you know, like they paid for school. And I mean, I went to high school with Dorit, as I like to say, and it wasn't like we were starving, but after I graduated law school, my parents were like, don't even like, don't ask. Don't call us. Yeah. You get a birthday gift and you get a Hanukkah gift and you know, yeah, we'll pay for dinners. We come to visit you in New York city, but otherwise sweetheart, you're a lawyer. Now you go figure out, but you you don't like that apartment. You want a bigger one. That's not our problem. Cry me a fucking river. Wait, I didn't know that you went to high school with Dorit. I never told you that. I talk about that all the time. like a broken record. Really? Oh, maybe it's with Kim D. Uh, That's a whole nother topic. We were not. But I, I was, I was, uh, we had mutual sisters in common and we had a birthday party that was 
Dorit 2.0. I'll, okay, well, let's add that to okay, the we'll list. Okay, we'll do another thing. We'll do another Sarah's thing. Sarah's okay. eyes, and we'll add that to the I'm list. I'm like, what? I, am, I love Dorit. I, I'm obsessed. So um, anyway, okay. Where do you want to pick back up? So so well, I mean, what is there with Sutton? I feel like there, there is nothing there with Sutton. And I feel like people are seeing that. I feel like it doesn't look good for Crystal. We've talked about this like numerous weeks. I really liked Crystal going into this season. Now I'm like, Crystal's annoying. And whatever's going to come out about this friend group that the 14 friends dropped her. I'm like, I can sort of see why. These people have crazy lives. I mean, granted, I guess if I was on the show and you were digging up shit about me over the past 24 months, you would find would some crazy, yeah, yeah. you would find nasty shit. So, I mean, eh, sometimes you'll lose 14 friends. I don't have 14 friends to lose. So, I mean, <laughs> we do have someone else apparently who's, let's just keep going. We have someone else no, who apparently is racist, uh, Sergio. And you asked me who is Sergio in a text earlier. Yeah. Who is Miss Sergio? Caroline Stanberry from RHO Dube, RHO Dubai's boy toy husband. I shouldn't oh. say boy toy. I've had Carol. I mean, he's 28. She's 40, whatever. They, they love each other. Happier in a relationship than I'll ever be, probably. So I shouldn't knock it. Um, He, you saw, used the N-word in some posts. Well, you sent this to me, but I was completely lost. And I have to say, uh, I have to say, I mean, I'm back on um, RHOA train but i've lost dubai like i haven't picked it back up so when you text you when you texted me about sergio i was like well who's sergio um and i did not see the post using the n-word so well someone has found it and he used it here's what i want to say because you know that um i always say that i just feel there should be like someone who is there should be like a, it's a whole discussion and we're not really getting into that discussion, but this as the lawyer, this is where I go. I'm not making a comment on anything. All I'm saying is this, a, you asked me a few minutes ago, is Diana going to lose her job over this? Would you like to, would you, would you like to predict that? Is she going to lose her job? Yes I or no? no. Okay. Well, I would agree with that. Is Sergio going to lose his job through is Caroline going to lose her job on real housewives of Dubai? I say no. Okay, that's that's oh. the right answer. Is oh, Sutton okay. is Sutton is Sutton gonna lose her job over no. this? No. no. Is Di- so Diana's not losing her job, Sutton's not losing her job, Sergio's not losing is Kathy Hilton gonna lose her job? Oh no, no. no. I, I have a theory on this, by the way. Well, I'd like to hear it in a second. All I'm saying is I'm not condoning any of this. I'm just saying A, these people are not gonna lose their job. So let's just start with that. B, I mean they're not going to be canceled in the world. And here's, here's, here's really my question. Here's really my question to everybody listening. Are you the listeners who post about this 24 hours a day going to stop watching RHOBH? Are you going to stop watching RHO Dubai? Are you going to stop watching everything else? Are you going to stop following these people on Instagram? No, you are going to watch every show. So I just have a problem with talking about this 24 hours and it's a little inconsistent, hypocritical to me. If you're that bothered by all of this and these people are so evil, which I'm not saying they're not, why are you watching? Why are you supporting? I mean, I don't buy it. So I just think why, you know, if you want Bravo to fire this, nobody is being fired. I've said this before. Someone even said on my Instagram. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, keep going. Then I have Well, someone said on my YouTube that they were shocked 
one of our conversations where I said, Bravo doesn't care. They don't care what any of these fans are saying. And I stand by that. I don't think they do. I think they make their own business decisions based on what's right and what's wrong. I don't think people saying fire this one, fire that one really is taken into effect. And someone, they, she wasn't coming from it. She said, I'm really disappointed to hear this because here are all these, and she, she quoted the other big YouTubers that are in the Bravo space. She's like, this person says Bravo cares and listens to us. This one, and I knew all these people, our good friend, DJ Richie Sky. she gave him a shout out. Like, I was like, I'm not, I'm like, I, I did, well, I disagree. If all these people say that, I'm that's okay. I don't, I don't think they do. So I don't think Bravo cares what the person listening and, and tweeting because people are saying Bravo has to see this and they're tagging Andy. I'm not saying they shouldn't care. I'm not saying any of these things are good. I'm just saying at the end of the day, none of these people are going to be fired. Nobody's going to be canceled and everyone's going to keep watching. So we can talk about it, but we're in the same place. And what would you like to say now? Okay. Um, I have a couple of questions for you. So then why, okay. So is this playing into Kelly Dodd's theory? You know, Kelly Dodd's theory, I think boils down to she's fired because she's a Republican and a Trumper. Jenny Newen, I think it also looks like is probably a Trumper and a Republican, you know? So, I mean, to me, it's like, then does Bravo not, did Bravo fire Jenny and Kelly because of ratings but or did or did they not agree with their politics? So it's fine if you're somewhat racist, but it's not OK if you're a Republican. Well, that is Kelly. Does she even said it on the show? I think two different situations. I think Jenny Newen was fired because she's like a throwaway housewife. No offense. I just think who cares? Really? I think if the same thing happened by Meredith Marks or Jen Shaw or Lisa Barlow, I guarantee you they would not have been fired. I will give you a 100% guarantee Meredith Marks, Jed Shaw, and Lisa Barlow would not be fired for the same things that Jenny Nagyuna was fired for. I, I would literally say 100%, maybe 99 I just think Jenny was like, look at this great scapegoat. This is amazing. This is amazing. Let's make an example of her because we, we don't care if Jenny's back next season. Who cares? She okay, then why Kelly Dodd? I think that, well, a couple of things. I think that the OC ratings went down and they needed to change it up. I think it was kind of Kelly's time to go based on the where the world was. I think she was a great housewife. But then yeah, I think I the nail her. in the coffin was when Heather was coming back. I think that was the end of it. And you can't have Kelly with Heather. It's that simple. Everyone could deny it all day. Hmm. Heather's not a producer. She doesn't have the final say. But they knew whether they asked her, whether she said it. You can't bring back Heather and keep Kelly. And so I think it's just... We need to change this up and who's there. This is who we want back. It just was like an easy thing. And it fit into the, I mean, look, I don't think Kelly calling out Andy for politics at the reunion helped, but I don't really think it's just for being a Republican. No. Cause like, look at Ramona. I mean, she's fired yeah, now, Ramona, yeah. but not for long. When's the OG show coming? I mean, in two yeah, years, right, right. Ramona, I don't think so. And like, Vicki Gumbleson, I mean, she's fire, but she was, I, no, I don't think it's, I think there's a lot of Republicans on the Bravo network. So I don't really agree with Kelly 
on that. I agree with her on a lot of things, actually. I just don't agree with her on that. It's just my opinion. Just my opinion. Well, it's very interesting. And to your point, you know, does Bravo care? I mean, I think ultimately no network cares, right? I mean, ultimately the networks care about revenue and ratings, you know, I mean, right. I mean, you've worked corporate. I've worked corporate for radio. That's all they care about. I mean, all of them. So to me, I mean, it's, you know, look, Nick Cannon launched a talk show after making very anti-Semitic remarks and lost, you know, jobs for a while. I mean, we've seen that with how new, I mean, everybody, you know, we've seen that with so many stars, right. And they, and they still will go and try something if they think it could have an audience. Um, And and they care when the advertisers are involved, you know, it's like when like ABC is owned by Disney and now advertisers are like, we are, we, we, we woke up and we have emails that millions and millions and millions of dollars are going to be lost because of this woman that's known as Roseanne Barr. So we have to get rid of her. I don't think if you wake up and there's not advertisers saying we're pulling out because of like Diana's dm or whatever her comment i think if it got to that sure i think people would be fired i just think now we're in a different state i i don't think these people are going to be fired over this i think look i think if something really egregious happened and i'm not saying this isn't i just don't think that these yeah no no one's going to be fired over this yeah we can try you can send petitions and like what do i know and i'm not trying to be a know-it-all i'm not bethany frankel i just I don't know. I feel like I'm usually right about these things because I have no emotions and I'm dead inside and I just go to the business sense <laughs> of it. Ah, you're probably right. Um, all right. Well, that is, um, okay. I mean, that takes us up to like all the latest, you know, racist comments. But I mean, where do we go from here? Because there's still a lot about there's... Diana to talk about, Denise Richards. You want to do a little more, Diana, since we're on Diana? Yeah, I mean, I'm curious your thoughts on this book, um, you know, the the 23 book. I've done like a deep dive into that and why mm-hmm. Diana doesn't want to talk about it. You you probably know the reasons. Well, you tell me, like you've done the deep dive. Talk to me. Well, Room 23 was a book that came out years and years ago and it featured Lisa Renna. It featured George Clooney. It featured very um, Hayden Panettiere. Um, I, I don't know if Amanda Bynes was in it, but Diana Jenkins mm-hmm. has uh, reportedly been very close to Amanda Bynes. Anyway, a lot of the people in it pose nude, including Renna, you know, and which Renna has shared the pictures. So shortly after that, there got this thing going where that Diana Jenkins essentially was arranging for young Hollywood women, Hayden Panettiere, Amanda Bynes, to meet up with rich Saudi guys, Saudi Arabian men, um, that she was essentially the the go-between. There was even a picture that then popped up of, Di- well, what was supposed to be Diana Jenkins, Trump, Jeffrey Epstein. She denies that that is her in the photo and names another woman. She says, this is not me. There's someone else. While Jeffrey Epstein was pulling all his shit and, and Trump was doing whatever, I was poor in London. This was before my husband. I had no money. I, you know, I wasn't anywhere near these people. The Room 23 book is fascinating how it's kind of like almost gotten, you know, um, to me, it's almost like Pizzagate that happened in D.C. where people thought that the Democratic Party was holding kids in the basement there. I mean, it's just taken on this whole thing where people have thought that it's a high end call book, essentially, for these A-list celebrities where Saudi people, rich people could go through, see these celebrities nude and pick which one they wanted. And then Diana Jenkins was like connecting them to have sex and do whatever. Um, 
what? I mean, it's so fucking great. Is that, I don't believe this for one second. And then, I mean, we can talk about, cause people are circulating it, which I think is so stupid, but you know, people keep circulating this story that allegedly Robert Downey Jr. outed Diana Jenkins and other Hollywood people as running a pedophile ring, because a lot of people are saying like, you know, Diana Jenkins, Hayden Panettiere, Amanda Bynes were very young. They might've been underage or just 18. I mean, this this story about Robert Downey Jr. has been totally, you know, misproven. You know, it's completely false. The AP did a whole story that Robert Downey Jr. never said this. Somebody made it up. Um, and yet, I, I mean, I just saw it, this post, this story literally posted um, over the weekend again, saying that Diana Jenkins was involved in this Hollywood sex ring. People, first of all, should be very careful. I mean, you can say things like this one's an asshole, this one's this, but like when you say something really like Robert Downey Jr. said something, like the man has a ton of money. Like if he really wanted to trace that paper trail or that digital footprint to where it started, you guys better be careful. That's all I have to say as a lawyer. Second of all, yes, that is all what's going on with book 23. Here's what I like when Diana doesn't want to talk about it and says the book was expensive. I just like to start at the beginning. Like how? How much money, like, I assume Amanda Bynes and Hayden, and I mean, I guess if it's being used as like a sex book to be purchased, it's you did it for free. But how did you get all these people? Like, you tell me Lisa Rinna did that for $0? I know she has a ton of money, but like, when she says it was expensive, I just go back to like, how much did you have to pay all these fucking people to be in this book? And what's George Clooney doing in there? He was ready to meet like a rich middle eastern or overseas or or european woman i mean it sounds like it's overseas but like from diana's home country like george Clooney was pouring himself out well i mean that's where the internet and like all these feeds have taken it um and and if not then what what is this book what is this art book i mean madonna did her sex book with vanilla ice and i mean what was this book like what was the purpose of it I don't understand I mean, like I would love we got to get our we got to get a, our hands on this it was published in 2009 it was a coffee table book that featured racy photos of familiar faces along with George Clooney Sidney Crawford Hayden Panettiere Amanda Bynes and her RHOBH co-star Lisa Renna the book depicts a year in the life of Beverly of a Beverly Hills penthouse all the proceeds from the book were donated to charity hmm. um, however what started as an act of kindness later became the center of a major controversy on an underground celebrity forum crazy days and nights one commenter claimed to have proof that diana's intentions behind the book were much more nefarious word on the street is that diana was a madam in a past life is that true she addresses the allegations um rumors that diana jenkins was a madam according to some pretty dated and unsubstantiated rumors room 23 was actually a catalog designed to convertly connect high-end Hollywood prostitutes with prospective Johns overseas. I mean, do we really believe this about George Clooney? I mean, maybe Renna, but I mean, do we believe this about, there's no way. Um, It's all, I mean, again, if, I mean, all this was way before RHOBH, right? So it's like, you knew this was going to come out first of all, right? Like you knew this was going to come out. I mean, right. This happened in her past. It's all just, listen, is it shocking to like, is it, I'm not shocked. I think there's a lot behind Diana Jenkins eyes. That is like, I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot under that surface. I'm not sure if this is it, 
but this is certainly what's out there. It's certainly what's out there. I mean, thing to me it's out there because somebody on some stupid crap site that we've never heard of basically jumped in and said anything they wanted with an anonymous account and to, and to your point as an attorney i don't know why she's not and maybe she is going after these people or have gone after them i mean the, the problem is you know this these is trolls why have I, I don't but this is why i don't have a gossip podcast you and i don't gossip here we're just regurgitating the news and giving our opinions I have said this before. I personally don't understand all these. I'm not going to call out any Bravo web pages. I'm with you. I I don't understand blind item. They're not true. They never turn out to be true. So it's like, is this like fan fiction? Like, I don't understand. Like, why are we believing things until they're true? I don't know. It's just stupid to me. Let's deal with the actual things that happen. Like when, when, when I woke up, you know, drunk with my pizza in the bed and the empty bottle of vodka next to me, and I didn't know where I was and I rubbed my eyes and I I, I looked at the phone and it said, Erica Jane is divorcing Tom Girardi. And I say, LOL. And then the phone starts blowing up and I'm like, holy fucking shit. Erica Jane is divorcing Tom Girardi. Now I'm going to react. Now you got my attention. Now I'm awake because this is a real thing that's actually happening. And then look, Tom Girardi was a scumbag lawyer. Like when things happen, I'm here for it. But why are we talking about all these things that are just true or not true? I agree. I agree. And I just, I think it's, I, I don't know, you know, conspiracy theories in all aspects of our society have just like blown up over the past couple of years. I mean, I don't know if you watched that QAnon documentary. It was just, it, it was so good at revealing how unfortunately dumb people are. And, you know, QAnon was basically started by this weird, creepy father son, you know, combo that were our expats that now live in Thailand and started a porn site that, you know, did very well. And then essentially, started QAnon and pretend like they're not QAnon and let a doc. Anyway, the the bottom line is people have fallen for this, lost friends, lives, money. And it's just like, you know, it's the same crap with Diana Jenkins. None of this is true. You really think George Clooney was a high end escort? I mean, no. But I mean, I do think it wouldn't shock me if Diana has lots of darkness in this this world there is something there there is something but same with crystal this doesn't shock me i've said before i think crystal like bravo welcome to the game like i think crystal who some people thought was maybe boring i mean if you're gonna if you're gonna make something up from last season and you're gonna pull that and say that Sutton said i mean bravo girl like you're here to play you know what i mean and you're losing 14 friends crystal is like a there's something there's darkness there. You know, she doesn't, she uses the word dark, like there's something behind those eyes. So I do think it wouldn't shock me if Diana had some something, something. I mean, look. No, I mean, I look, she, I think she's kind of made comments and references to that she, you know, had nothing. She wanted to make more of herself. She moved to London. She, you know, worked her way. I mean, would it shock any of us? Like, if she, you know, there was rumors she's a madam or she herself was a pro, you know, like, I mean, tons of people do sugaring, tons of people. Well, I, I was mean, just going to say, like, I don't understand, like, you know, what's the difference? I mean, I, I, we're making, I don't think we should compare a madam to Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, what's the difference if you're like Heidi Fleiss and running 
a high profile like call girl ring. I mean, legality might be an issue, but I, mean, I think I, I just think I'm that, all for the sex workers of the the world. Oh, me too. My God. Yeah. 100%. I, I'm just saying like for people to believe this conspiracy that, that Robert Downey Jr. outed her, that she was running this child pedophile ring or like servicing, you know, sending Hollywood, young Hollywood celebrities to, to Saudi Arabia. I mean, the amount of people that would have to be complicit. I mean, we've seen Jeffrey Epstein, right? How many people have come out and said like, what a fucking creeper and all these women that he abused. Like, I mean, for Diana Jenkins to run this ring and all these years later, nobody come out and say something because it's not just like the celebrities. It's all the people around them that are are helping aid this. I mean, that's what I'm saying is that I think we need to stop. Like to your point, you know, there should be legal repercussions for people that perpetuate these false stories. Has Robert Downey Jr. made an official statement or this is just so fucking beneath him that he has no interest in? Yeah, I mean, I don't know who Diana Jenkins or Lisa Rinna or Camille Grammer or, you know, Adrian Maloof are like, I mean, is is, or is there an actual statement from Robert Downey Jr. Like, um, I'd like to distance myself because this thing is going around. And if you read it, I mean, it also says like Hayden Penetaire left her mother, her poor mother, and she came to Diana for the money and all this other stuff. Okay, well, this was published in July, July 29th, 2020 from the AP. Robert Downey Jr. did not blow the whistle on a Hollywood pedophile ring. The claim is that Downey Jr. has made a shocking revelation and lifted the lid on a major Hollywood pedophile ring. AP's assessment. This is false. The words attributed to the actor have circulated on social media for years and can be traced back to anonymous comments on a gossip blog. Downey has said has never said anything matching these statements, his attorney confirmed to the Associated Press. The facts, an Instagram post viewed more than 68,000 times in 24 hours, uh, claims an elite Hollywood pedophile ring is emerging before our eyes. And the Iron Man frontman is here to tell us about it. Um, It continues, not only has he named some well-known Hollywood celebrities, he's also ousted one of the most powerful people in America, who he says is a Rosetta Stone of every provision um, from Hollywood all over the globe and provides depraved services for Arabs, Wall Street, D.C., Royals, and Hollywood elites. This post all the claims within it are bogus. Downey Jr.'s attorney, Tom Hansen, confirmed to the AP. See, and Robert think- Downey Jr. is doing what Diana Jenkins and Lisa Rinna and everyone else should do. Shut your fucking mouth. And if whatever you want to say, just say it through your attorney to bring this full circle to where we began. Why is Diana Jenkins with her $250 million, a star of RHOBH lover or a hater? She could be the worst fucking person that's ever walked the face of the earth. Why is she commenting on Instagram posts? Why? Great question. I mean, great question. You know, I mean, yeah, there. I agree. I agree. I mean, yeah, yeah. no, I was going to say, so Robert's never made a comment publicly. And look, I'm sure that Mr. Donnie Jr. is thrilled that, that, that this woman that he's been tied to truly or falsely in the past is now on a major show like RHOBH. And this is resurfacing like four years later or two years later. I'm sure he's thrilled about that. It's it's totally crazy. I mean, um, and there's all kind. I mean, there's so many rumors going out ab- about her. Um, also, that you know, I, and again, this one wouldn't shock me either. But that she doesn't have the money that she portrays that she does, and people in Hollywood are saying that she's downsized homes significantly. She now lives out in the valley. Um, uh, that that wouldn't shock me. 
Look, I, I think it is editing. I think it is editing that we're going to make Diana this person. I mean, I'm sure Diana doesn't talk about money any more than anyone else. And that's just the edited story that we're presenting. You know, I look at, I don't think that she's going anywhere, love her or hate her. This is enough to keep her another season. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think that there's a lot going on there that we all want to know about. It was, I'm not shocked. You know, Erica Jane getting divorced at the time shocked me. This doesn't shock me. This doesn't shock me, to be honest with you. Well, and if you do want to buy a copy of Room 23, it is allegedly selling currently on Amazon for $500 a copy. That's not so bad. I mean, I'm not saying it's not a lot, but- yeah, Diana, girl, this is good, baby. I bet you that girl. shit was. I bet you that shit was selling for five dollars before RHOB. So, I mean, I don't think it's easy to get a copy of Lisa Rinna naked at this point. So, come on, guys, buy your copy. Um, we're gonna wrap up in like a minute. Okay. One more thing to say about RHOBH. Would it be a season of RHOBH unless Miss Camille Grammer's got something to say? Her recent things are A, she finds Crystal very body, very body. Miss Camille Grammer is bored to tears by Miss Crystal Kunminkoff. And she also slams Dorit as like, girl, it's over. It's over. Your story's coming on. <laughs> Bye. So you gotta love Miss Donatachi. Camille. And by the way, it's Camille Meyer now. I keep searching Camille Edwards. It doesn't show up. It's Camille Meyer is her married name. You know, I mean, look, I love Camille. I told you when like the first month I lived here in LA, I went to Katsui, which is a very high end um, Brentwood, Los Angeles sushi place. It's delicious. It's very ritzy. Camille and her husband walked in. Camille was stunning. I mean, skin on point. I mean, just absolutely flawless, gorgeous, looked every bit a Hollywood elite. It was, I loved it. I loved it, loved it. And I was trying to like assemble a stroller. Otherwise I would have walked over to her. It was so good. Um, You know, I mean, to me, I, I like- I love, I like Camille. I'm a Dorit fan. I love Dorit. I, I want to see another season of Dorit. I do. After that, maybe not, but I do think Dorit, I don't know. I love Dorit's, fa- I love the fashion. I love, you know, George, um, a boy, George. I just, I I love it. I don't know. And I will go, I will go on record. I've gone on record on the Patreon with Kim recently. I still predict this, Dory is the first on the chopping block out of this group of people. That is my, that is my opinion. Process of elimination. I think if Crystal's thing is really, really false and there's no truth in it, I don't know, but I still think Crystal in the unknown is more appealing going forward to producers than Dorit. I have no problem with Dorit. I don't mind her. I just think it's over. There's, there's, I would take the home invasion out of it. Take, we've know the fashion. We know you have a husband PK. I don't know what is left with Dorit. And let's just make it very clear Erica Jane, Lisa Rinna, and Kyle Richards are so protected. Neither of those three are either. Those names aren't even coming up. So let's, and now we have Sutton. It's, it's, I, I think Dorit's the next to go. I really do. I really, really do. And All by right. the way, we have two more coming. We haven't even gotten into the two that are coming, Sheree and Kathy. So this 
cluttered group of eight is about to become 10. Um, but bravo, Camille. Thanks for weighing in. If you Thank ever want to, and yes. you know what, if you ever want to talk about it in a different format, Camille, come on behind the velvet rope. We'll talk. You can say yes. whatever you want. Come on. And the Sarah Fraser show, of course. Um, all right, Sarah, where can we find you? I've talked a lot. Is everyone sick of me talking? you got to talk. No, I loved okay. all your thoughts today. You and I were both like all into this. Um, you can follow me on TikTok at the Sarah Fraser show. The podcast is the Sarah Fraser show. I'm big into TLC shows every single Wednesday. I drop TLC talk, which is a recap of your favorite TLC shows from the week. And I just got to say, guys, Susan Lucci, Jenny Gar from 90210, Suzanne <laughs> Summers, legend, Fran fucking Drescher. We've had Nick Lachey in 98 Dude. Degrees, Janice Dickinson. You guys, there are shows behind the velvet rope that aren't Bravo. A lot of you listen. I mean, really, I'm being sarcastic, but it doesn't matter. If I go drag up fucking Gina Keogh again from 30 years ago, you'd rather hear from her. But guys, there's so many gems. Talk about pedophile. Corey Feldman talks about all about how, you know, why is no one talking about the boys? And he was raped as a young boy on the set of a movie. Okay, but I have a whole theory. Okay, but we can talk about that. Too. I, listen, I my guest talk, I'm not saying I agree with everything they say. And that's no slight to Corey, just in general. But I just think there are so many gems. Mackenzie Phillips in her recovery and sleeping with her. She slept with her fucking father. The woman slept with her father. Okay. Like there are so many. That was like, so, I mean, when I, okay. I know she's been on your show, which was epic, but when she came out on Oprah, Oprah, I was like, I was glued to that episode. Like I couldn't believe I, 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 yeah, that was like, that was like seared in my brain. I'll never forget that episode. I'm just saying some of my house life interviews at the end, I'm like, David, you sucked today. And then there's so many of these other gems. So try some gems behind the velvet rope everywhere. Podcasts are found or at behind velvet rope on Instagram and huge news. Stay tuned. We're joining TikTok. You better, you better tag me and do shit with me and all that other stuff. I will. It's so good. I love TikTok. Okay. Okay. We'll talk soon. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones. And the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.